What's up, sports fans? We're with another installment of, you know, your favorite sports podcast, TJ and B. I am one of your hosts, Tim Duffy, alongside my amazing counterpart, Ben Catino. Tim, how we doing today? You know, pretty solid day. You know, snowy day on this Thursday today. Yeah. A lot of snow on the ground. Um, it was tough getting here. Oh, no, nah, not really. <laughs> but still... Um, uh, I'm glad we can uh, really, get this episode in, you know? Yeah, we're really starting to feel, you know, the implications of, you know, the upcoming winter. Nice New England w- winter. And oh, yeah. tis the season soon. So to start things off today, um, another Thursday night. Got another game going on tonight. Tonight, Chargers-Raiders. And this is a game that me and Ben actually bet $5 on. Yeah. And I'm taking the home team, the Raiders. I have the Chargers and... A big injury to the Raiders, uh, Derek Carr, exiting the game with a groin injury, but you know, Mariota has stepped in and he's probably gonna he's be five of five now. for eighty yards and a touchdown right now. So, you know, he's definitely proving that. As of right now, you know, he's proving that he can still be a starting quarterback in this league. Maybe you know, it's if, crazy. If this improves. Yeah, it keeps improving. It's crazy because wasn't Nathan Peterman the backup? Just yeah, a few weeks he ago? he was benched behind Peterman a, a few weeks were, ago, as you just said. He was the inactive third string. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. The top two picks from the twenty fifteen draft have both been inactive third strings this season. And hey, props to him. Actually, you know? no, not Jameis because. Taysom Hill was not, like, always a quarterback, I think. Yeah, I think but, Jameis was – he's always been active. Yeah, he's always been suited up. But Mariota um, making a comeback. First action of the season. He's looking nice so far. Yeah, and, you know, good for him. Um, as you were just saying, him being in an in, active scratch most weeks. And he's getting his chance and really performing now, you know? Yeah, but I'll tell you what. If I knew that Mariota was stepped in the game, I wouldn't have shaken your hand on that. Yeah, day. I'm not a big Mariota fan. I'm really not. But it's a it's a big Oregon matchup now, you know? Two of the great Oregon two, QBs I going against each that. other. Yeah. Two of the I kind of just realized that, too. So. Two of the all-time great Oregon QBs. It Justin adds Herbert another little incentive, you know, to yeah. this game. But it actually is dope. I, I just had a gut feeling about the Chargers before this one. Um they're, they're looking good. My, so my far. heart told me Chargers, but my head told me Raiders, and I went with my heart on this one. You know, you always gotta you go with, with your heart. heart. You were like, I'm picking the Chargers. Yeah. How many points are they gonna win by? Three. Mariota. I remember I had him that one year on my fantasy team. He was such a beast. Like 2016, he was so good. Oh yeah. 26 I mean, touchdowns, nine picks that year. He's very fast too. He he used to be very productive in the rushing game. Absolutely, and remember that. He had that 87-yard touchdown on his rookie year against yeah. the Jaguars. Broke that was the record until year. Tyrod Taylor broke it, right? No, Terrell, Pri- Terrell Pryor got a 93-yard Tell- one in 2013. So I think Mariota was second, actually. I feel okay. like somebody else did it, like had like a super long one. I don't remember who it was. But, yeah. You know, five I mean, Derrick Henry did, but he was a running back. Yeah. He's 99 yards. 99 yards! That is... Tractor Cito season. Yeah, Derrick Henry, possible MVP this year, but you know, our bet's looking good so far for you at least. Chargers lead the half, seventeen to ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, quick question: Going, you just said Derrick Henry might be a. Yeah, let's uh, talk about Derrick Henry a little. MVP bit. candidate? No, I I saw on uh, ESPN this past week. You know Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, the guy who ran the back of the end zone. Yeah, everyone knows Dan for he, that. He says, <laughs> well, he's an analyst, too, but yeah. he said that Travis Kelsey is the best 
non-quarterback player in the league. Dude, what I are your thoughts on that? See, like, I wouldn't say he's the best non-quarterback player in like, the league. Like, is Derrick Henry just, like, I'd have not to give, in the league? No, I'd have to give Derrick Henry the edge. Because I, I haven't seen a man be able to, you know, carry his team. He literally carries to the team. multitude he has these last this last year, you know? And that's not to say that, like, other players on the offense are bad. But yeah. he's just unreal, like, you know? Like, Tannehill's a decent quarterback. But you look at Derrick Henry, you know, the body of work he puts in, you know... You can run over. You can run for two hundred yards at will if he wants. It's uh, absolutely crazy what he's able to do. He has fifteen hundred rushing yards with three games left. Yeah, I can't emphasize how crazy that is. Now another interesting point about Derrick Henry is he had over four hundred carries last year, and he's on pace to have over four hundred this year. So yeah, do you think this could like slow him down in future seasons, or I mean? It, I, I don't think so, just because we see, like, even in games, it just seems like he gets better as the game goes on. I like, like, he has a reverse fatigue almost, you know? Yeah, literally. Like, he's tired at the beginning of the game, but as the game goes on, he gets more energetic. So, I don't know, that's, that's kind of why I'm thinking that, like, he's going to be more durable than most running backs that we've seen in the past. But it, it's definitely an interesting fact to bring up, because that's obviously just a... A shit ton of carries throughout two seasons. I mean, I just feel like he's a different breed, man. You look at Derrick Henry run the ball, and you're like, this guy's just not going to slow down. And I've just seen plays that he's made that I've never been able to see any running back make for a guy his size. And he can kick it. He can kick it in the second gear like no other mm-hmm. when he's in the open field. We'll slow him down. You know, we've seen guys like Zeke slow down by getting you know thirty plus carries a game these last years. I saw a stat that you know his yards per game have decreased every year since he's been in the league. This year he's around like 65. But with Derrick Henry, I mean, I think with Zeke it was more of an offensive line thing too because, you know, yeah. obviously the offensive line is a big product. A couple running backs going to do. But with Derrick Henry, dude, I don't, I don't even – I don't see this man like, slowing down any time Like, soon. does he have potential in like – it's crazy to say this, but like does, does he have potential to like – Be the greatest running back of all time? Yeah, I was or th- at least like in that, you know, in I, that general – rankings you, you know, know i think about that sometimes from time I, I, to time i mean it, it's crazy like just how like actually dominant he is like we saw running backs like adrian peterson and chris johnson in the past you know but i i've really never seen a running back like derrick henry like he's Literally. the size of Jadavian Clowney, but he's a running back you it's can just... run as fast as anyone in the league and it's like weird yeah and it, and like it almost looks like he's not running as fast as he actually is. Like, it looks like he's kind of moving slow, but, like, yeah. he's going at 22 miles per hour, and, like, no one can catch up to him. It's unbelievable. Uh, Brad actually brought that point up to me last weekend during the game. He was saying how when when Derrick Henry breaks, like, a big run, it, like, literally what I just said was basically his words. Like, it, it just doesn't look like he's going as fast as he actually is. It's just unreal, you know? Yeah, for real. And you know, he's just a big body guy. He only ran a four five four at the draft at the combine like four years ago, and I remember that kind of you know brought down his stock a lot because yeah. a lot of people didn't think that you know he would be this good in the league or this fast or this explosive, you know, being six three two thirty eight. But you know he's exceeded every expectation 
that was put in his oh, way. Absolutely. And, and, and last year, I think a lot of people thought that last year would be his peak too, you know, but yeah, it, this year is just otherworldly. The His first uh, one or two years in the league were kind of weird. You know, you couldn't really get a read on him, but yeah, as, exactly. we, as we're seeing still today, he, he improved as the season went on. Yeah. But I mean, now he's obviously the, the clear number one running back in the league. I mean, maybe no you can maybe you can argue Dalvin Cook, nah. like Dalvin Cook. I remember Derrick Henry like, himself I, said Dalvin Cook was the best, but he didn't even believe yeah, that. Yeah, no, <laughs> it, it's Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry, unarguably, he's he's the best running back in the league. Like I saw a stat on Red Zone that he already has the most career games with two hundred yards and two touchdowns. 200-plus yards and two-plus touchdown games in his career. And he's wow. only 26 years old. This is his fifth year in the league. Wow. So, like, what other things is he going to – what other records is he going to smash, you know? A lot. I mean, if he doesn't this season, I could see him still winning an MVP in, like, upcoming seasons. No, honestly, if he's a 2,000-yard rusher, you know, he's not going to win this year because this year we've seen, you know, crazy quarterback performances, you know, yeah. Rodgers and Mahomes being the top two, even Russell Wilson still. But Derrick Henry has just been otherworldly. And, and I think that he's going to win MVP one day. I think he's going to be one of the best running backs of all time. He hangs up the cleats, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely a Hall of Famer, I think. I mean, time. I mean, we've seen a lot of these good running backs, you know, their careers have derailed example being like Sean Alexander who won MVP for the Seahawks back in 05 and he kind of slowed down a lot his last few years it all depends and like you were asking at first Ben you know will his volume of work slow down his production time will tell yeah and as you were just saying it's his fifth league in the year and it seems fifth league like in the year. I mean fifth, <laughs> fifth year in the league no, I, I just thought that was funny <laughs> <laughs> but I I feel like most running backs like careers cap at around five to seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they're just getting hit so much that, but obviously their careers can't be that long. You know, a great example is Bo Jackson, who oh, yeah. could have you know if if he never got hurt, he could have been arguably the best athlete we've ever seen. Not even just football player, you know. So. Yeah. It, it's it's crazy, exactly. but I. I do think Derrick Henry would be very durable throughout his career. Um, another thing I wanted to ask, uh, going going off that too, the MVP trophy, it kind of is just seeming like, you know, the quarterback, quarterback of the year trophy yeah. at this point. So I saw somewhere this week, I forget where, but they're saying they should make a quarterback of the year trophy and the MVP trophy. So, what do you think about that? So, do you like, think that would be a good change for the league? Because I, I do. Honestly. Would the would a quarterback be eligible to win MVP, or no? That's the thing. That's where it's tough. See, I don't like. like I feel that. like the quarterback of the year could almost be more glorified than like. Yeah, but like, but it, like, I feel like that would kind of. I I mean, I feel like it's a good idea on paper, but I feel like it would kind of, you know, like, um, uh. I can't think of the word, but like devalue, you know, yeah. the MVP trophy too, you know, because I just feel like a lot of players don't get the recognition that they deserve yeah. because of, you know, like even, I'm added. sure there's even like some offensive linemen that could arguably be in the MVP, you know, just because yeah. of like how good they are, but like Literally. they never get any sort of recognition at all, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of where it's like, 
That's why I would be a little bit in favor of it. But like you said, could quarterback also be eligible for the MVP as well as the quarterback of the year? Because I feel like, you know, if we're looking in the future and we have a potential quarterback of the year MVP award, then, you know, it's kind of going to, you know, limit how much an MVP is worth because there's no quarterbacks in the race. And quarterback is, MVP is a, you know, predominantly quarterback one award, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the NFL. So if quarterbacks are out of the picture, then how much is the MVP really going to be worth? That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not a solid, it's not a solid, sorry, it's not a terrible idea, but I don't know. I just really don't think it would, you know, really do anything for the league. Because, you know, we see in the NBA, it's it's definitely a positionless uh, trophy, oh, yeah. obviously, because it's really anyone can win it. But, yeah. like, in the NFL, I feel like it's just kind of... It's quarterback It's kind of award, penciled yeah. out to just quarterbacks at yeah. this point, you know? And, you know, the rare running back, like AP, LT. Yeah. You know, we haven't seen one since AP. The last seven years have all been quarterbacks. So, so the issue they do in Madden, you know, they do in Madden when you know you're at the end of the franchise of the year and they have like the MVP coach, and then they go to the AFC, you know, best quarterback, best running back, yeah. best wide receiver. That's what they should do. That's what they like, should a, do. A trophy for every position. Like, I totally um, agree. Like NFL best wide receiver 2020. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that'd be sick. I wouldn't have any problem with that. I definitely wouldn't. But maybe. I think to you know like get rid of. The quarterback from the MVP to make a new award, I think that's foolish, you know? Yeah. Like, maybe, a, yeah, I don't know. But, but... I do like MVP that includes quarterbacks and then best quarterback, you know? Yeah. I think that would okay. be a good idea. So, quarterback of the year and MVP that could in also include a quarterback. Yeah. So, potentially two quarterbacks. So, basically what they do in Madden. Okay. <laughs> All right. I like that. Uh, moving on. To our Patriots, uh, tough coming loss. off a very tough loss. Disgusting game. Is this the end for the season? I mean, we've asked this probably just about every other week, but you know, um, this is where it's really coming for real. I think, I think we um, are comfortable in saying that this is it. Yeah. Six and seven. You know, and not. Co- I don't think this is a bad team. You know, this is a good team. I think we're going to be really good next year if we can, you know, pick it up on offense. But the AFC is just so good this year. Yeah. You know, that it's a you know, flooded playoff picture. There's so many good teams. You know, at least like one of these ten and six teams are gonna miss out on the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the Pats can finish at best nine and seven. Nine so seven. you know, I don't see them getting in. I I think from that standpoint the season is over, but I think it would be great if they, you know they played hard these last few games, you know, tried to ruin some seasons a little bit. Yeah, and I I've been seeing stuff that People are saying, you know, Stidham should get his chance now, but I just don't agree with that. I don't see, like, I, I, I don't see any upside to Jared Stidham right now. Yeah. I also think in the chances that he's had, he hasn't proved anything at all. And I, I just don't think it would be the right decision to move on from Cam when he's arguably been our best player on offense this year, in my opinion. I think because him, I, think I mean di- from I, what we've seen without him O line I would say has been a strong it, suit for the Pats this mm-hmm. year. Uh, in terms of skill players you could give it to Cam, maybe Damian Harris the second mm-hmm. half of the year. Because you know Cam has struggled a lot this but year. But the run game is really good because of Cam Newton as well. You know? Yeah exactly. So it's like you can't look at just his passing I, I, you know, I, I think the Pats should re-sign Cam Newton. 
I think we should re-sign Cam Newton and then draft a QB as well. I mean, I've been saying this yeah. for multiple weeks now. I'm going to stick with this take. Um, you know, it's tough seeing them get beat like how they did last week, but that that loss wasn't on Cam. Uh, I saw a stat. I think he had five or six incomplete passes. One of them was that pick six, but Sam Darnold held... Damian Harris, if you saw the replay on that. Who held um, Damian Harris? Aaron, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald did. Um, oh, yeah, he did. I did see that. three of them were drops, and then one of them was like, I forget what happened, like out of bounds or something. So yeah. you really can't blame it on him. He had an accurate game. An accurate the patch, game, but he only the, threw the like patch how many just, passes. The Pats just clearly need weapons. Belichick clearly needs to see this this offseason. And go out and get a wide receiver, whether it be in the draft in an early round. Yeah. Or, you know, we use all this cap space that we have to sign a big name. There's a ton of receivers that are going to be free agents this, this offseason. So, you know, so if, we, if we revamp this offense, like, we're right back into it. I, I really I think so do too. think that our defense is elite caliber. I mean, we've seen hard games from them this year, but we've also seen very good games. I think that the Pats had the best defensive performance against the Chiefs that anyone else has had this year. I mean, oh yeah, we have Cam Newton. We win that game. I'm gonna stick by that. Um, I think so too. And he was rolling before he got COVID. You know. Yeah. So it, it's weird that people want to move on from Cam Newton so fast because, I mean, I know we say this every year, but I really do think we're a receiver to from really being in contention again. Yeah, honestly, I think so too. I think you just gotta fix the offense, fix those skill players. Um, you know, look at a new quarterback too. I believe. And in terms of what you were saying about Sidham, um, you know, I think it would be cool if maybe they give him like a start week seventeen if it's meaningless. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, give Cam, you know, early start to the off season. You know, you know, get him some reps, do some, or at least throw him in the second half. At least, mm-hmm. you know, they're playing the Jets, so I think it's gonna be a winnable game regardless. But, like, back to what I was, like, saying, like, I I just don't think he's proved anything in the chances that he's had, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's had some garbage time points. I mean, he sucked a lot of games. You know, that Niners game threw a pick. Yeah. That Chiefs game threw two picks. One of them was not his fault. Wasn't his first throw in the NFL, pick six versus the Jets? I think it was his, like, second or third. Yeah. It was his first drive against Jamal Adams. Yeah. I remember watching the game being like, wow. I was like, like I, the Pats threw up like three nothing. And I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was like, nah. they actually put Brady back in the game after that too. Or it was three. It was thirty to fourteen after that. I think that pick six. I think it might have messed up the spread for the Pats. Probably did. Like that was probably a huge. spread. It's probably a huge spread. But yeah, but I think you know, give him a chance. Maybe I think you sign Cam back next year, whether it be as a backup. Or yeah. as your starter, and if he you sign, I think they're gonna sign him as the starter at first. Maybe do another short deal. I don't think any of the teams gonna sign him. Yeah, know. exactly. So we're gonna be able to get him cheap again. Get him cheap, and you know, look at other options at quarterback, possibly in the draft, and use Cam as a mentor too. You know, because yeah. Sidham isn't the answer at quarterback. Brian Hoyer is not the answer at quarterback. Obviously, yeah. he's a journeyman. So I think you gotta look at your other options, and. I think you just got to look, I think, you know, just yeah. do it, man. 
And and even if that was bad, my bad. I, I wouldn't like. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say like Cam Newton's like the answer for long term. Oh, like, absolutely. Even not. if he had an unreal season this year, I mean, he the man is getting be. hit a lot. He runs the ball a lot, and he's how old is he now? He's thirty one, I think. Yeah, so I mean, he's not he's not incredibly old, but you know, he's he's definitely not incredibly young either so he's not like our long-term option but it's kind we of can like, sign him for short and cheap again and then hey if we draft or we we sign another qb and they flat out beat him in training camp then they flat out beat him and we have a new starter you yeah, know what i mean let me ask you this ben do you think in this um new era of mobile quarterbacks that we've seen the last you know 10 years or so that you know cam is an example of a guy who's career has like kind of like with Derrick Henry too you know we were talking mm-hmm. about wear and tear with him getting high volume of carries and Cam takes a lot of hits still takes a lot of hits do you think he's a good example of you know why these mobile quarterbacks should you know be more precautious with the hits they take and you know the longevity of their career you know I do and I don't because we're seeing all these rules now come into place where it seems like you can barely hit the quarterback. Yeah, exactly. So the, 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 the safeties, like the safety of the quarterback position now is a lot more than it was back then. I mean, yeah. obviously in any position in football, there's a huge risk for injury, but you know, I, th- I think we'll still see quarterbacks run Probably at a higher rate than they even do right now, which is crazy to say. But oh yeah, it's getting it, it's getting more and more every year. Like you know? the 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 position of quarterback is really like transforming into something else. I mean, we've seen with the Chiefs this year, Andy Reid is sending Patrick Mahomes in motion. Like I've never seen a quarterback go in motion. Like he goes to the left, turns around, and then gets the ball as he's coming back to the right. Like it's just. <laughs> It's, just like, it's it's things we've never seen, and I yeah. I think we're gonna see like keep seeing more of this wacky type of play in quarterbacks. Exactly. I, I don't think it'll I don't think it'll stop because of the risk of injury at this point. I don't know if it's more, the risk of injury, but like you know, just because these big hits. You know, we saw Cam have I think it was a shoulder injury last year that mm-hmm. sidelined him for most of the season, and he has not looked the same this year with his arm strength, but. You know, with these running quarterbacks, anything can happen. You know, never know when you're going to get injured. Um, but like you said, you know, the league loves their views. They don't want any of these big star mobile quarterbacks getting injured. Got to protect the quarterback. The most important position probably in all of sports. So, you know, I like that take. And what you were saying, too, you know, it's kind of a rarity to see a quarterback come out of the draft now that can't run, you know. Mm-hmm. Even you know, like Burrow. Burrow has feet, too. First overall pick oh, yeah. last year. You know, you don't, you're not going to really see any of these guys like, you know, Brady or Manning coming in the draft that have, you know, no legs at all. Yeah. It's kind of a rarity nowadays. So, I think that um, it's a huge factor. The p- position is changing completely. And looking forward to these next, you know, decade in the league. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, Trevor Lawrence coming up, arguably one of the best prospects we've seen in our lifetime, so... Probably you know, ever. It's, it's very exciting uh, what this league is turning into. Yes, sir. But... Moving on. Where, where were we? We kind of... Yeah, we, we went back and forth. Uh, let's talk about Monday night's yeah. game. Browns-Ravens. The poop bowl. Possible game of the year. Cover the spread. Last play of the game. It was lit. 
Ben had to get no. I I mean I was already minus twenty four against Ben, but got it back to twelve bucks. Yep, I took the Browns plus three. Thanks that was that our, safety. That was our uh, last bet of the week. What I know we game. didn't say it on the show, but it was kind of a. It was an impromptu. Monday it was, it was night a late bet. installment to the bets. Yeah. But yeah. Um, what a game! I've been man. loving what I'm seeing from Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's putting together multiple performances in a row that have been great. Um, obviously in the past we've seen that he's been pretty inconsistent, but I'm loving seeing him kind of go back into that rookie year form, in my opinion, where he broke the, you know, passing touchdowns record for rookies. Maybe Herbert will break it tonight. He just needs two more, I think. Wow. The Raiders actually just scored again, by the way. It's 17-all. Jacob scored. Nice drive by Mariota. He had a fourth and one run, but like you were saying about Baker Mayfield, huge game from him despite losing. 343 yards. Passing two touchdowns and, and a pick, and these two teams combined for nine rushing touchdowns on wow. Monday night, which is absolutely crazy. You're such a kind. All right, um, <laughs> yeah, what a game that was. Um, what a game by Lamar Jackson too. Yeah, you know, did, do you think he was taking a poop? Was he I taking don't a number know. two? I mean, that, like, little run at the end was, like, when he was going into the locker room was, I don't know. I think he definitely could have been. Dude, because it, it looked hella from similar. From the way he to, was running, it looked like It looked like, like, he, like he was taking a sh- poop, you know? He, he looked, says he wasn't, but. <laughs> he was I, out for a while, too, though. He was out for, like, at least, like, 30 real-life minutes. Yeah. Maybe even longer than that. So, must have been monstrous, but. Two rushing touchdowns from him. Comes back in the game. And I remember watching that game, that fourth and five. I was like, dude, if Lamar Jackson can, you know, make this play here, I, w- I don't want to hear jack shit about him not dude, being an elite quarterback anymore. He came back in on fourth down. I remember watching. That was crazy. I was watching on my phone. I was like, it just like fourth and five. And here's Lamar Jackson. They cut right to commercial break. And uh-huh. I was like, something's going to happen here. Next time I checked my phone, the score changed. I didn't even see the play in lifetime. I was like, damn, <laughs> I missed it. Yeah, it happened very fast. I mean, he just put on his helmet, and then he was out there throwing a touchdown. So, yeah, I mean, that was arguably the game of the year. Honestly, well, I mean, I think it's very, in the top three. Yeah, very those, high scoring. Up with that Bills-Cards game, you know? Yeah. But Baker Mayfield, like we were just talking about, really showing that he can lead a team down the field. You know, in crunch time, he can hold his team. And the Browns are looking like legit contenders. You know, back-to-back huge games against the Titans and Ravens, putting up a combined over 80 po- 83 points in those two games against two really good teams. And yeah. I think a lot of people, you know, I don't, I, a lot of people didn't expect them to win either of these games. And the fact that they almost won them both is huge. Absolutely. Can this team yeah. contend with uh, Kansas City, as Stephen A. Smith was saying this morning? What do like, you think? I don't I'd think like, so, personally. So, I, I don't see, like, I definitely don't see them beating the Chiefs, but I do think that they're one of the top teams that could, like, put up the best fight, you know? Yeah. As he was saying, like, this this running duo of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, like, they could keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and I think that's that's the way you're going to beat that's the Chiefs. That's you got to beat I them. Mean, 
People are saying, uh, the but their defense, the their defense is nearly good enough. I don't think defense matters against the Chiefs. They're going to find a way to score anyway. Oh, yeah. So the main thing you want to do is keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands, and I think that's where the Browns could have an advantage, you know, rather than other teams like the Bills, who are very pass-heavy. And, yeah. you know, they might have quick three and outs, which Mahomes will just capitalize on. So... Yeah, I I like his argument when he said that they they probably are one of the top teams that could contend with the uh, Chiefs. You know, honestly, I I just wasn't sold on Cleveland before these two games, and they mm-hmm. really have you know sold me because their schedule before the the these last two games it was pretty easily it was a pretty pedestrian schedule, you know, and they lost to the good teams that they did play. They lost to the Ravens in Week One, thirty eight to six, something that we talk about mm-hmm. several times. They lost to the Steelers pretty bad too, early in the year, but. I'm just impressed with this team, and I don't know if Baker's the type of guy that can lead this team to a championship, but I think this team, contrary to what I said last week, I think this team can go into the playoffs and win a game. I'm going to be probably the first wildcard team, the five seed. He's giving me, like, Oklahoma vibes right now. now. (laughs) Like Like Heisman vibes? He just looks, like, very locked in right now. He's giving like, very composed, you know? He's giving you them Heisman trophy vibes right now. Yeah, I think this man's, he's up to something. He's on a mission. And like you said, I I think they can definitely at least win a playoff game. Dude, they could finish, like, 12-4. and Like, yeah, like, as we were saying last week, like, they... Their playoff game is going to be must-watch TV, so... This will be their first playoff game since we were two years old. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So... Can you believe that? Like... <laughs> very... That's... It's very exciting They've, for the city of Cleveland, finally. Imagine the day they clinch. Like, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Might be this week, right? I think it could be assume. this week. But uh, shout out to the Ravens, too, for winning that game. Because yeah. they're back in the playoff picture, too, in... The aforementioned crowded AFC playoff picture. This was a must-win game for them. And, you know, that running attack is still elite. That team is still really good. And they can, put up, they can compete with anybody as well. They have yeah. a former MVP. But I got to give the credit to the Browns as well. I think both teams, they're going to the, obviously make the playoffs. And I think both teams, despite being wild cards, I think either of these teams can go to Pittsburgh and knock them off too. Yeah, I mean, it looks like one of them Pittsburgh might play them. Pittsburgh is fraud. <laughs> in my I opinion. think they are too, bro. You know, let, let's go into that now. Think about Pittsburgh could be a three seed. Like Pittsburgh, you know, they're making all these TikToks before games. Juju's dancing on other people's logos. You know, I I, I love that video. I don't that like came, it, man. I love that video that came out of um, Josh Allen talking about like how they they were dancing, but. You know, the Bills are working. And yeah. <laughs> like, it's... It, I just don't like how, like, cocky they are. You know? Like, it's... We, we've seen teams in the past, like the 07 Pats, you know? Get you cocky. go undefeated in the season, you go undefeated in the playoffs, and then you get to the Super Bowl and lose. Like, before you be really cocky like that, you really gotta... You gotta be careful. Yeah, you gotta be careful, because that can really backfire. And it might be right now. Two straight losses for the Steelers. Two straight losses. Um, luckily, they're playing a bounce-back game this week against the um, injury. Uh, the injury-plagued yeah, Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals on Monday night. That's gonna, yeah, they're going to win that game. But they got the Colts the week after. And then if they got the Colts and the Browns the last two weeks, two playoff teams. And think about it. Now the Bills have a tiebreaker over the Steelers because they yeah. just beat them. And... 
Steelers could realistically be a three seed and possibly play the Ravens or Browns in that first wild card matchup. Yeah. And that would be must watch TV as well. So, I think they're frauds, and I was thinking about Juju dancing too. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about how, um, you know, Trell Owens. Remember when he scored against? Uh, yeah. He was on the Niners. He went to the um, the Dallas Cowboys star and started dancing. Like, I don't know what Juju doesn't get from that man. Like, To set the precedent like twenty years ago. You know, don't do that. You get your yeah. ass kicked. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get why no and team is, like, retaliating or... It would be one thing if Juju was putting up the numbers, too. But yeah, he's, like he's, not, not. he's not putting up like, anything special. Like, like, dude, six, seven catches for 28 yards. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's, he's being way too he cocky. Has, he has no 100-yard games this year. I think the Steelers are fraud. I think um, they are, too. Their offense is looking pretty slow these last few weeks, too. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, going good, off... Well, you some good there? defenses, too, though, but still. I mean, if you're Pittsburgh, you got all those weapons. A lot of drops on their behalf, too. Mm-hmm. Deontay Johnson, 12 drops this year. They had, I think they had six drops each of the last... Two of the last three games, which is a lot of drops. A lot of missed opportunities. Yeah. But, you know, I think their defense is still elite. They're going to keep them in playoff games. Yeah. So they can just click these last two games and go in the playoffs riding high. Last three games in the playoffs riding high, I think. I think they have some upside, but I, I'm more on the fraud side. Yeah, as well. I I don't see this team coming anywhere close to the to the Chiefs. Me neither. And um, it's funny that people thought that. You know, yeah. so I always knew that they weren't because what just watching these two teams, you see the Chiefs offense on different on different level. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yours offense was never up there. So, I don't think anyone's going to beat Kansas City ultimately, but I also no longer think that Pittsburgh is their biggest threat anymore. So. Yeah. All right. Um, and back move, moving on to... Uh, a team that beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. Washington. The Washington football team, a team that we have discussed a lot about this year. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite players, Dwayne Haskins, seeing the field again. Uh, last week, Alex you Smith you went down with a <laughs> with a calf injury on the leg that he previously uh, hurt very badly. Yeah, you've been my man's getting Haskins. back in there. You've been he, spamming him on your story. You're like, Go. yeah, because because <laughs> I think he's gonna start this week. So so what's the potential this, he starts? Do you know? Huh? What's the possibility he starts? Is um. Is Smith going to be out? Alex Smith was out yesterday at practice. What, if you're um, on a Wednesday practice, you're probably going to miss the game. Yeah, I don't know if he practiced today, but it's looking like Haskins might start. So ben. I'm going to be very <laughs> tuned into that game. Uh, th- I think this is his, this is like his last audition, you know? I this, think is, so. this is his last chance. And I don't know if it's his last chance, but for Washington, <laughs> I think it's his last chance. And... They're playing the Seahawks, so you know yeah. what? Let's see it, Dwayne. I'd air it out, boy. I'd, yeah, that's, that's let's the go. worst pass you defense. You got nothing in the to lose. You, th- th- this is his chance, and I'm I'm very excited to watch. Hey, bro, he has he's playing the worst pass D in the league. He's got the best pass D in the league on his team. You know, back him up against uh, Russell Wilson, who's turned the ball over a lot. You know, yeah. as of late, I think I'm, Washington could win this game. I know that you know you think they will, but. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be, be like, 
Haskins is going to throw 400 yards, you know, anything crazy like that. Watch I, him do that. And you you're know what? Be like... I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Let's just see what he does this weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm very excited to watch, you know, one of my favorite players. I, I hope he proves everyone wrong because I think I'm literally the only person I know that likes Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> so, you know what? I like pr- being different, and <laughs> I hope he proves everyone wrong this weekend. You're the only person I know that likes the way I am seriously the only person I actually, I, know. I like him as a dude. I've seen, like, videos of him on YouTube. Have you seen a video of him where it's, like, Dwayne Haskins, How I Spent My First Million? Have you seen that video? <laughs> I haven't watched it. I mean, no. he's, a, he's a cool dude, you know? Like, yeah. But, um, I just don't think, I mean, I think, I don't think this is his last chance in the league, but I think... This year, if he doesn't live up these last few games, and you know, after you post the article in your story about how Haskins could be the starter moving forward, yeah, you know, if if he starts moving forward and you know starts a playoff game, you know, and wins that game, I don't see any way that they let him out of Washington. You know, yeah, this is a big, this is a big like stretch for Dwayne Haskins right here. I think I don't know, like I can't even name more players who have more on the line. If he can start, if he does start these last few games this year, you know. Yeah, it's seriously. I mean, it, this is, this is his final chance in Washington. Without no, doubt. No. You know, it, if he is moved out of Washington, he's not gonna be a starter anywhere else. He's gonna be at at the most a backup. You know, so this really is his last chance, which which is nerve wracking. But I'm very excited to see because. Me too, bro. I think I think he still has potential. I really do. I think that'll be a good game. I, it's definitely one of my games to watch this week. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm going to be very, you know, not watching Red Zone. I'm going to be very You're intently be t- watching that game. <laughs> but, I might be too, honestly. I might be too. So let's move fully into week 15. Actually, no, because the paths are on the same time. No, yeah, that's no, true. No, you're not. Shut up. I'll be watching both. I'll be watching both of them. Trust me. You'll be at the, like that dual street on your back. <laughs> yeah. Washington and New England. Absolutely. Uh, that's gonna be sick. Um, let's move into our picks for week fifteen. We're kind of week fifteen we're, picks. We're getting around the our, forty minute mark. Our here. game is getting close. Chargers just scored against twenty four seventeen. They literally just scored um, rushing touchdowns. So Herbert does not inch closer to the touchdown record. But we already talked about it. I have the Raiders. You got the Chargers. Yeah. L A is up right now. A whole um, another seventeen minutes of football to play. So Bills Broncos. <laughs> I got the Broncos in, in an upset. It's my the, upset of the week. I got the Bills, and I did say this could be a trap game for Buffalo. You know, Denver's been looking nice lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I can't bet on Drew Locke having back-to-back good games. Yeah. I just think he sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of controversy around him, but I ultimately don't think he's that good either. But I think he could string together what if we call, another performance this weekend. And what if we called our Locke segment the Drew Locke segment of the week? <laughs> <laughs> could be it could be a possible no, we, uh, could, we could do it today and see how it sounds in yeah a few minutes. but I, um, I don't mess with drew lock so i can't do that every week um <laughs> moving on panthers versus packers another saturday right, just give me green bay yeah give me green yeah. bay and give me the points all i'll right. take a minus nine honestly wow i don't want to bet on it that, but, yeah, um, that's a lot of points <laughs> but uh, i would take them i would take green bay obviously patriots but, versus dolphins you know, we're both Pats fans, so... I'm taking we, the Patriots. We gotta pick them. Um, They're plus one and a half. Yeah, that's a tiny spread. And Pats, you know, it's really... The Pats are really just a confusing team this year. You know, you don't know really how they're going to perform on the road. They already beat the Dolphins once. 
you know, completely different team back in week one. I remember I was here for that game. We were hyped. You know, we thought this team would make the playoffs and be yeah. sick this year with Cam rushing for two touchdowns. They won the game 21-11 to against the Fitzpatrick-led Dolphins, but different team. That defense looks a lot better for Miami now. Mm-hmm. Two is leading the pack. And I remember back when we pulled the Pats could have won that game by a lot more. Remember they should have. Remember Nikhil Harry fumbled out of the end zone, too? Yeah. I think the, I think the Pats, you know, I think they're – I think historically they have the Dolphins summer, but the game is in Miami, too, which is a huge factor. And the Pats – Yeah, we've seen a rough history in They Miami. typically struggle in Miami. Like, if I wasn't a Pats fan, I'd probably pick the Dolphins. Yeah. But <laughs> – Especially with such a close spread, but yeah, but I'm never gonna pick against the Patriots. So yeah, we just we just um, but I have a good feeling about them too. You yeah, know? I think they're gonna, I think they can win this game, and I think they can really look to, you know, ruin some team seedings because Miami's one of those brink teams right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if we win, that's where are they? Are they eight and five right now? I mean. Yeah, and we have like a two percent chance to make the playoffs right now, but that could make us closer, you know. A win against the division. If we sweep the Dolphins, you know. know, Hopefully, the Chargers can win tonight. Actually, yeah. Get the Raiders out of the picture because the Pats have the tiebreaker over the Raiders too from Week Three. But very true. Very true. Uh, Next game: Niners Cowboys. I get the Cowboys. Honestly, oh, you picked the Cowboys too. I I picked. I had a good feeling about them. I don't really know why. Um, you want to know why? Niners looked like shit last week. They looked terrible last week. You want to know why? Andy Dalton. No, their defense the has Cowboys, been playing surprisingly well. The Cowboys' well. defense. Yeah. Because they had one good game against the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> but you know we've seen Nick Mullins struggle a lot this year. So yeah. I'll, I'll take bad. the Cowboys. I mean, the um, Cowboys are at home. They're going to have some fans because it's Texas and COVID don't exist down there. So, yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll get a slight advantage. Niners have lost, what, like four games in a row? They've lost. Yeah, I think so. No, they started four and four. They're five and eight now. So, losing four of their last five, not looking good. Dallas, they didn't look good all year. But I think they've won, they've won their last two games, surprisingly. So, give me Dallas in a close one. I have a feeling about them. And, you know, make that NFC East race a little bit closer, you know. Yeah. You know, intensify a little bit. The NFC Beast. NFC Beast. Uh, All right. Moving on. Speaking of the NFC Beast, let's talk about that Seahawks-Washington game. I got Washington. I know you... Give them to me. See, like, I I really want to pick Washington. I've been fiending Washington. I mean, I kind of want to, but they've won four in a row, and... I don't know. Are they that legitimate team to win this many games in a row? I think the bubble's going to burst at some point. Yeah. I think Ross is going to come to town. This team, this Seahawks team is, you know, 9-4, and four, right? And they have yeah. a lot to play too, you know? They're but, arguably, like, the favorite in the NFC. Yeah, they're a t- and it all depends on seeding too. And yeah, <clears throat> It happened true. last year as well where Seattle was an NFC favorite and they lose that last game. They're, they get booked to the five seed. And, you know, kind of messed up their playoff run. You know, it all comes down to these, these games. And, yeah. Uh, it's between them and the Rams now. The Rams already beat them once. They're going to play again in Week 16. And I think if Seattle wants any chance to win that division and to be an NFC contender, they got to win this game. Yeah. And the Russ MVP talks, pretty deceased at this point. But maybe he can, you know, make some noise this week. Maybe he can uh, turn it around. But... And, uh... I have a future bet about this game that we're going to talk about later, all right? Okay. All right, next game, staying in the NFC. The 6-7 and seven Bears going to Minnesota to play the 6-7 and seven Vikings. 
I got the bears. You have the bears wearing this I game, really? I got the bears. I, I kind of think Mitchell Trubisky is putting some performances together, so... I mean, he was, he was dealing last week. Uh, Khalil Mack's been playing well as, um, as of late, too, so I'm going to take the bears. See, like, I... I kind of want to take... No, I don't, I, no, I don't want to take the Bears. The Bears <laughs> defied the odds and let Kirk Cousins win an yeah, Monday Night Football true. game just a few weeks ago. And Vikings at home this week. They've been looking pretty good on offense. Um, they had a tough game last week against the Bucks. A game that the refs helped dictate a lot of the game. If you watched that game, well, that yeah. Bucks-Vikings game. And Dan Bailey missing four kicks, three field goals and a PAT. Played like garbage, you know, and I think they're gonna bounce back this week against the Bears. They already beat them once this year, have their number pretty decently. Um, but I think it'll be close, and I I do agree. I think the Trubisky could deal up a game. I think this game is be is gonna be a lot closer than it was a few weeks ago, with Trubisky at the helm this time around rather than Foles. And I'm kind of excited for this game, like low key. Yeah. Mitch has been, Mitch was fun to watch last week. It's gonna be a very interesting game. Could be like a back and forth Dude, sort of thing. Do you remember yeah. that game like two years ago against the Bucks where Trubisky threw like five touchdowns in the first half? <laughs> I remember yeah. I was the big E that day, right? I'm taking my fantasy team and I was with like Will and like my brother and he too or whatever. And I was like, wow, the Bears are up like thirty five seven. I bet you they have like five rushing touchdowns. That was like a joke and uh -huh. Just checking. Mitch has like 30 points in the first half. Yeah, he, points. I mean, he's he, had some good performances. He's just one of those know? extremely inconsistent dudes, you Did know? Did you know he has a higher winning percentage than Deshaun Watson? Yeah, I saw that. I was, yeah, it's like double take that. Yeah. I was like, what? Was that game like the tiebreaker? Like, was yeah, that like, yeah, it, it, it was. was like pretty close, right? Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure it was. It was like one game. That's crazy, though. Yeah. I literally would never even guess that. Strabisky did have that one 12 and 4 season, you know? Yeah. And he won his first three starts this year, too. He did. He got credit for all of those. That, the, they had a hot start. They were 5 and 1. They were 5 so, and 1. And he won. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So shout out to Mitch. Yeah. And, but I'm taking, taking him this week. I'm taking Kirk instead. Okay. Mitch versus Kirk. They just love to hear that. Um, Jags, Ravens going to the AFC. Easy game back. Getting the Ravens at home. Yeah. Jags. Just gonna keep tanking. They're like one in what twelve. They yeah. suck. They're terrible. And I can't believe I, dude. Imagine if they didn't beat the Colts week one. Like <laughs> they would, yeah, they wouldn't have won a single. The Colts game. would be number one in the division. The Jaguars. Imagine two zero and sixteen teams racing for that number one pick. That would be ridiculous. That would be the best headline. That would be twenty twenty in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. That'd be beautiful. I'd love that. But too bad we can't have it because the Jaguars want to win the game. All right. Uh, NFC South matchup: Bucks at the Falcons. In both these teams' fates kind of, they both kind of, which direction they're going in this year? Bucks eight and five. Falcons coming off a bad loss to the Chargers. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks as well. I don't, I don't think it'll really be close either. Brady's second this matchup Bucks against the Falcons has to click at some point. It just, it just has to. There's too much star power for it not to. Yeah. And, and I know it's a re repeating story every single week, but I, I really do think it'll still click at some point. Think about it. If the Bucks finish as, like, the five seed, like, they could play, like, Washington first round. Yeah, seriously. They could win that game. I, um, I still see a lot of promise for this team. Yeah, me too. And they have Brady, too. They have a good Bruce Arians, who have not been on the same page a lot this year, but... 
When you got Brady at the helm, there's not much to be worried about. So yeah. I got the Bucks in this game just because, you know, it's just Brady against the Falcons, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I got, he's never lost to the Falcons, so give me Brady. Um, Lions-Titans interconference matchup um, in Nashville, and I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking the Titans. Well. They're minus 11. Would you take that? I don't know. I mean, mm, well, Chase Daniel might be starting. Oh, that's probably so why. So that's why. Yeah, that's why it's... But, nah. Honestly? I probably would, honestly. Do you remember that Lions Titans game like eight years ago? That Hail Mary. <laughs> Do you remember that? Was that where it was tipped? It was tipped. Yeah, yeah. that was the last time. <laughs> to we Andre played Johnson. No, nah, not to Andre Johnson. It was to um, I think it was like Titus oh, Young. Oh yeah. Remember that game? <laughs> went, dude, I, remember I mean, that I game. don't remember like watching that game, but I remember that play. Dude, so something about. I remember coming home from like an express game, you know, back in like sixth grade. <laughs> I remember watching this game, Lions Titans. It was forty-four to forty-one. No, I gotta watch the Titans when I get home. This is one of the best games I've ever seen, bro. It's so awesome. <laughs> Titans Lions. Titans rematch. Lions. Twenty twelve. Go check it out. Rematch of the best game. And it's ever. funny because in that game, uh, Matt Stafford was also injured in the game. He also left the game, and uh, Sean Hill or is that his name Sean Hill? Remember who I'm talking about? That backup quarterback came in the game and finished, and they still lost. So yeah. I like the Titans. They've won the last two against the Lions, and I'm taking them this week. Texans, Colts, sticking in the AFC South. I got Colts. I'm taking the Colts at home, me too. And I almost picked, I picked the Texans a few weeks ago when they played the Colts, and it was a close game. They're just down bad right now. They're down bad, and the Colts are at home, and they have that elite run defense. Made the Rares look silly last week. Um, destroyed them in the second half. This team can explode in the second half. More than any team that I've seen this year, honestly. I think they're, they're one of the best second-half teams in the league. So we saw against the Packers, too. You know, when they were down huge at halftime. 28-14, to 14, they came back and won. And I like this Colts team a lot. And I, uh, admittedly, I underestimated them a lot coming into the year. But they've really exceeded all my expe- expectations. I'm I agree. This game. They're, they're a sleeper team in the playoffs. They are. The Colts could really... They're probably going to be ruin someone's season. Third, I think. Yeah, I think they could too. Um, they're probably going to be a wild card team. Yeah, absolutely. And they could think about it, they could be an eleven and five seven seed. That's pretty crazy. If like you know these teams can win out and stuff. Yeah. If the Ravens can win out, they have they'd be eleven and five. But I like the Colts team. I like this Colts team. They're going to win this game. They're a playoff team, and yeah, Eagles cards. Give me Arizona. Yeah, give me Arizona as well. Easy game um, to pick. You should probably go rapid fire. Jets, Rams. Easy game, Rams. Yep. Chiefs, Rams. Saints. If Drew Brees comes back, I'm, still, take, I'm yeah. still taking the Chiefs. I'll still take the Chiefs <laughs> too, but, you know, it makes things a little more interesting. Yeah, that's that, you know, that's that Nance Romo slot, you know. Yeah. That's going to be nice. That's going to be on everyone's, you know, it's channel 12 this week. <laughs> Nance Romo. It's that Nance Romo slot, so I'm excited for that game. Browns Giants, um, you know, would be OBJ's revenge game. Yeah, it's a shame that he's out for it, but I'm taking it's the Sunday Brown- night football. I'm taking the Browns regardless. I'm taking the Browns, but I have a feeling it's going to be a close one. Is Danny Dimes playing this week? He he played last week too, right? Yeah, yeah. he sucked so I, last week. Yeah, bro. Giants went from Giants went from the four seed to the twelve seed. That wow. is so funny. <laughs> uh... Steelers, Bengals, Steelers, Bengals, Steelers. We talked about. Give me Pittsburgh. Yep. 
And yeah, those are our picks for the week. Three We're locks. Largely similar. We have some differentiations there, but only time, a couple. Time for our Drew locks of the week. <laughs> um, Ben, what is your first lock of the week, buddy? My first lock, you know, this is becoming a trend for me, but I'm taking the Jets plus 17 versus the LA Rams. Uh, I think the Rams will win by 14. So really? will cover by three points, but yeah, I, I think that's too many. Um, Honestly, I might be willing to bet with you on this. Okay. Like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have to keep my eye open for other options, though. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I've have been successful on those Jets big spreads this year. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, one of my first my first lock of the week is Eagles plus six and a half in Arizona. I like that. You know, I liked what I saw from Jalen Hurts last week. You know, the Cardinals been pretty inconsistent this year. They've only really beaten, you know, bad teams. They're, well, they're one of those teams, too, except for Buffalo, obviously, when they beat them on the Hail Murray. Yeah. But, you know, they've lost four of their last six games. Coming off a nice win against the Giants last week, but you know we all knew they'd win that game. So, um, I like Jalen Hurts a lot. I think he adds a new level of explosiveness, explosiveness to this offense. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun to watch. He's running the ball very well too. Yeah, I'm excited is... for this. Um, you know, uh, Hurts, um, Murray yeah. matchup. Two Oklahoma Abs- quarterbacks, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's. that's that Hurts was a su- successor to Oklahoma, yeah. So yeah. it's going to be a sick game to watch. I'm sure, we'll, uh, I'm sure we'll see a jersey swap after the game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, my second lock of the week is Ravens minus 13. So kind of, you know, flip-flopping from plus 17 to minus 13. But I think the Ravens are going to absolutely blow out the Jaguars. I think they're picking up steam again. And going into the playoffs, the Ravens could be dangerous again, potentially. Yeah, I like this pick. Um, a lot of points, but, you know, it's an easy pick, so give me mm-hmm. the Ravens, too. Um, Panthers-Packers, over 51.5. That is wow. my second lock of the week. A lot These teams have been capable of scoring a lot of points, and especially Green Bay. You know, that Panthers' pass defense has been pretty bad this year. Yeah. That run defense has been even worse. So, I think the Packers have scored a lot of points. Um and I think I think this will easily hit the fifty-one and a half point threshold. Honestly, I think it's gonna be like at least like I, I think it's gonna be like thirty-seven twenty-four. Yeah, I could see that. It's gonna be like, I think it'd be like a sixty-one point game. Honestly, so, so that would smash the over. Yeah. Um, my third lock of the week is Pat's Dolphins over forty-one. Really. I I I think both teams will score in the twenties. At least three yeah. touchdowns for both teams. So that's a low number. Yeah, it's very low. I thought it was borderline disrespectful almost. So give me the give me the past Dolphins over forty one. Yeah, I mean I could see it being under, but I don't see. I mean it could happen, but I think it's more likely that it doesn't. I like that bet a lot, and you know especially how the Dolphins been playing recently. They put up points since Tua came in, so I like that pick. Um, third, my third lock. I have Seattle, Washington, under 44 and a half. Wow. If you want to bet on this one. Yeah. I think, I'm going to want to bet on that one. Let's shake on it. This will be one right. of our, what, $12 bets this week? Yeah. One of our $12 bets this week. Um, Seattle. And I knew you would bet on me with this because, you know, Ben will not bet the What's under the number? And it's 44 and a half. I knew, that, I knew you would bet on it because, you know, first of all, it's the under. Yeah. Second of all, it's Washington football teams. <laughs> yeah. And Seattle. In Seattle. And Seattle. Um, 
Honestly, I think if Haskins starts, this game easily hits the under. Wow. You know? That's disrespectful. <laughs> I really do. And, you know, we haven't seen this Washington offense really be capable of scoring a lot of points this season. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, despite these last few games where they've been pretty nice, even those two, you know, close win last week, 23-15. Their last two games have been hovering around 40 points or under, you know, with the Washington Steelers game too. And, you know, Russ Wilson coming to town. This is a new Washington defense. I'm just excited to see how he matches up against them. He's never played – I don't think he's played a defense like this in a while. And I think he struggles at first. I think Chase Young gets a couple sacks maybe in the first half. Yeah. Or at least one. And I like the under hit in this game. I really do. Okay. So that's one of our bets. So let's move right into those because we are running right. out of time Mariota fast here. I got to be honest. Mariota's dealing right now. He's he, dealing? They have like three fourth down conversions. Wow. He he is a beard. He's dealing right now. All right. Let's get into our bets. So That was one of our bets. So second bet, you want to do the Jets-Rams? I get plus Jets, 17. Jets-Rams plus 17. Yeah, give me it. All right. I'll take Rams minus 17. And then we need one more. Um... My Mac Let's just died, so try to try to pick something real quick. I'd take I'll take Eagle ah. I'd take Bears plus three. Against the Vikings? Yeah. Bet. Alright. I'll take Vikings minus three. Bears plus three. Okay. Shake on it. What a great, um, you know, week for bets. Yeah. You know, last week, we thrilled to come up with a bet last second. A bunch of thrills for the bets, but thank thrills. you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week, as always. Go Pats. Yes, and sir. Thank you for listening again. Go Pats, and God bless. Sir.